Hey, hey, happy Monday, everyone. Hope y'all had an amazing weekend. Welcome to episode number 39 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Outside the Shoot would like to congratulate the Mount Albert Ramblers and Ada Huhu on their New Zealand National Championships this past weekend. On the men's side, Mount Albert would defeat Papua Nui 8-1 in the finals to become the first team in 21 years to win three consecutive national interclub crowns. On the women's side, Atahuhu erased a 5-1 deficit early on to come back and defeat Te Aroha 10-5 and claim their first national championship. Congrats to both teams on their wins. On to this week's OTC Player of the Week and we're heading down to Texas as Grace Janik of the Ridgepoint Panthers takes home the weekly honors. Grace went 6-for-8 with a double, two triples, eight RBIs, and four stolen bases as her team took home two wins this past week. Congrats, Grace, and best of luck the rest of the season. On to this week's guest, and this was a fun one, as we sat down and chatted with LMU alum, former U.S. national team member, and Athletes Unlimited star, Sam Fisher. Sam has had a fantastic career to date. She had an amazing four-year career at LMU, which led to having her number retired and inducted into their Sports Hall of Fame. From there, she would spend a few years with the U.S. national team, winning two World Cup gold medals and two ISF silvers. Sam most recently played in the awesome new Athletes Unlimited League and has her eyes set on returning to play pro in Japan real soon. We talked to Sam about getting her start in the game in California, her time at LMU, a great story on being named to the new U.S. national team, her own awesome podcast called The Unknown Pro, as well as much, much more. Sam was so awesome to chat with, and you'll see with some of the crazy questions I ask her just how great her sense of humor is. This is such a fun episode that I'm sure you're all going to thoroughly enjoy. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Here we go. Sam, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I'm warning all my listeners right now because this episode could be all over the map and there could be some ran- <laughs> ran- random stuff talked about, but I have a feeling you're okay with it. <laughs> I, I, it's my favorite type of conversation. <laughs> I gathered that. So uh, first off, how, how are you, Kevin Reggie, making out? Oh man, it's we're great. Reggie has been very rambunctious. Uh, I feel like he's at the terrible twos age of a dog um in his puppy life so that's been fun seeing what he really enjoys chewing that aren't his toys but um other than that you know life life is good spending time it's nice to be in the same place as my husband for once we don't often get that right right reggie mm-hmm. reggie's growing i i see it he on social is. media man yeah he is he's 45 pounds now and he's eight months old it's i'm like so excited that he's getting bigger whoa that's crazy yeah that's crazy yeah. <laughs> so big move coming up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When when, I, when you when you going back to Japan? I I actually just was told today that they're because they're in a state of emergency, so they're not letting anybody in the country or like apply for visas or anything like that. And it's supposed to be lifted on the seventh, which is Sunday, but they just said that they're gonna extend it for two more weeks. So I am stuck in America for the, the foreseeable oh. future. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. I'm bummed, but like, you know, there's positives in it and everything too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So did, yeah. they, did they give you an, any indication on, you know, when you could possibly go over or? As soon as I can apply for my visa, it, it would, the turnaround would be within a, you know, a less than a week. So I just need to apply for that visa. And then once that's taken care of it, it's, it's very quick, a very quick process. Okay. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've, you played over there for two years prior to this? What's yes. Yes. This will be my third season. Yeah. Okay. And what's the, what's the culture like over there? Oh my God. It's incredible. It, it like, if I never knew that Japan would be somewhere that I would love living, you know, cause right. how many, how many people really truly get the opportunity to go and live somewhere else and really be, you know, thrust into a culture that's different than your own. Yeah, so really, it's, really though. It's yeah, seriously, it's been an incredible experience. I, 
I had no idea I would enjoy it as much as I did because it's so different than everywhere else I've been. And, um, but the people are amazing. The country is beautiful and clean and pristine and, and just so it's just so, so cool. And being there is kind of like you're in awe every day. At least that's how I feel. Right. Right on. Well, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. So yeah. how, how are you enjoying the podcast game? Oh man, I love it. I, I did not know that I, you know, I didn't know that talking was something that I could do for a hobby. You know what I mean? Like, that, <laughs> yeah, really? I, I, I totally know. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 you know, I just, I had this idea, you know, I have, I have these passions in my life and I try to find the right outlet for them. And, and th- this passion I have for, you know, all of the incredible women that I've met playing softball and, you know, interacting with no matter, you know, if I'm playing with against or being coached by or all those things. And so I have such a passion for, for everything that, that, you know, that these athletes have done that I just, I want, I want to know more, you know what, selfishly, yeah. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Now for, you know? for all of our listeners, please check out Sam's <laughs> podcast. It's the unknown, un, unknown pro, uh, <laughs> yeah. wherever you listen to us at, you can listen to her at. So, Beautiful. uh, is, is there one person from the game that you, that you'd love to interview that you haven't got a chance to do yet? Oh my gosh. See it. I, it's crazy. I've been out of college and in the pro and international game for this is my ninth year. And I'm still at the point where I'm starstruck by people. Um, and I, I want so badly to have, uh, Sue Enquist or, um, Natasha Watley on, Mm -hmm. and I know them, I know them, like I have their phone numbers and I'm still like, I'm so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to pluck up the 2021. My, my goal is to pluck up the courage to ask these people who I've just looked up with, looked up to my whole life to ask Mm -hmm. them to be on the podcast. So I'm trying to pluck up the courage <laughs> right on so if you're able to go over to japan are you gonna are you gonna keep going with it over there yeah, yeah. so that's what i've been really trying to do is is record as many episodes as i can in the states uh, so that i have a ba- you know like kind of a bank filled up yep, yep. that way i can just go out there focus on softball and um the episodes will be you know be able to survive without me recording any new ones until i get back for the summer gotcha gotcha yeah now, I feel like I'm going to have a hard time comparing to Jade as a host to you, <laughs> but you know, I'm going to try my darndest here, but uh, hey, you're doing good so far. Now you guys have a fantastic chemistry in front of the camera. Now, thank you. You guys could probably do a variety show and <laughs> I would definitely watch it. <laughs> you know, Jade, Jade is so dry and, and that's my favorite type of humor is that she can deliver things that you're like, wait, that was a joke, but it just like, she slips it right in there. And that's my our, 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 uh, you know, sense of humor really, they line up together. And I think that's why we are able to create that banter and that back and forth. Um, and, and it's so easy. We don't, we don't, it's, it's so nice to not have to try to be funny. It just kind of happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. uh, the, the, I came across a video, I think it was, uh, you guys were sitting in a batting cage or something. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. when was that from? I want to say that was 2019. Okay. Yes, it was 2019 um, in the summer. Yeah, and she thought she was uh, going to be interviewing interviewing Samantha Shaw, and yeah, <laughs> that was oh great. my god, some of that was <laughs> like we some of that we we went over before mm. before we were rolling, and some of it was straight up surprises, especially like the the Sam Shaw jokes. Right. Um. So a lot of that was me me authentically reacting to her. <laughs> <laughs> It was, oh, that was a blast. Oh, that that's, was a blast. That's awesome. Yeah. So, all right. We haven't even got onto your career yet. And I mean, <laughs> that's the basis of our podcast. I love it. Can you imagine if we took the whole interview and just talked about random and obscure things? Like That would be right, <laughs> right, on brand, right on brand for me. Oh, that'd, be a, <laughs> that'd be fun, actually. Yeah, truly. Right. So uh, let's jump into the one question that I always ask our guests on here. Uh, tell us when and where you got your start in the game. Oh man, it was Simi Valley, California, early nineties. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I ba- backyard playing catch with my dad. That's, that's where everything, ha- everything started was he, you know, he had played sports growing up and, um, was in, you know, competitive slow pitch tournament ball, you know, and yep. as, as soon as I could start playing catch and swinging the wiffle ball bat in the backyard, that that's, that's where it started. I was young. I was, I'm sure I was probably four or five years old when we were starting to play back there and that it just i mean everything that's where it all started right on did 
Yeah. Did you have the passion for it right off the get go or? Oh you know? my God. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was easy. It was like, you know, I never, it was never like I had to be dragged out to practice or to games or anything like that. It was just, let's do this. Let's go. Let's play more. Right on. So growing up, how was the, uh, like, I guess we call it the minor ball system here. What was it mm. like, like for you growing up, how, how did, how did that go? Yeah. You know, you play in your local, your local rec leagues. Um, you know, I played in the regular season and then made a few all-star teams, um, up to when I was, um, almost turning 12. Mm -hmm. And then when I entered the 12 and under year, um, that's when I joined travel ball team, which was a little more competitive. You know, those, those were where you wanted to go play if you felt like you wanted to continue with the sport. Right. So, um, right around 12 years old, um, 2001, I want to say was like a huge, gosh, oh my God, that was 20 years ago. Oh man. <laughs> okay. I got my composure. I know back. what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So, so 2001, I want to say was like a huge year for me. Cause we had, um, it was a great year with all stars and it was when I was kind of figuring it out. I was figuring out how to, um, play better and get better, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and then going into travel ball and, and just continuing to learn and do lessons outside of my, my own team and team practices. Um, from there, it was just, you know, competitive travel ball and then your high school ball and then, you know, getting recruited to college and, and going from there. Right on. Well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get more into that, but, uh, it, it's, ah. it's random question time. Let's do it. All right. Favorite Harry Potter character. Ooh, serious black. Easy. Really? Easy. Okay. Yes. Oh man. I have a serious black tattoo on my wrist and he like, I don't know what it is. He's just like, he's just instantly, as soon as you met him and knew he was a good guy, sorry for the spoiler. Um, <laughs> for all those that haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's a little late to, you know, not have everything spoiled because the books have been out for years, yeah. but, um, but yeah, he, as soon as I knew you knew he was a good guy, I was like, this is the most like loyal person in the whole wide world. So that's where I really have that connection. I really feel like that's my guy. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Mine's Ron Weasley. I love that answer. That's so great. Ron's <laughs> awesome. I, I don't know what it is. Like, what, I don't know. The funny thing is I remember all the, uh, the, like the, the first movies before, like, the, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I've, I've more of a memory of like of my favorites prisoner of Azkaban. Oh yeah, absolutely agree. And I think that's cuz I like the whole time travel thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh just I don't know, Ron is just one of those goofy guys that you know, you, you got to love. Yeah. yeah, when things get a little too serious, he throws in something where you're like, "Oh, maybe it's not that serious." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. All right, that was random question number 1. So, I'm gonna, I'm it. throwing those in. And you know what? Great. I've never done this with a guest before, and I just I <gasps> I feel like it's okay with you. <laughs> I'm honored. That is a very huge honor to me. Wow. Perfect. All right. Back to ball. Let's do it. Uh, tell us about your time with the SoCal Pumas and Simi Valley High. Uh, yes. Actually, when I say Simi Valley High, it reminds me of like a like a teenage rom-com. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it kind of sounds like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the movies, they have those, you're, the high school setting and oh, they have like, yeah, like babysitters club. Yes. Like that kind of yes. Thing. Simi Valley mm-hmm. high. That's what it reminds yes. me of. But uh, anyway, it, is that when you, you start to realize the game was going to be a big part of your future? I, I think, you know, I think that I was, you know, I had these goals, you know, growing up, I, I wanted to, I just wanted to play softball, right? It started with that, where I just want to play, making the all-star team. That's awesome. Okay. Playing travel ball. Okay. And then realizing I'd like to go to college. It was never, everything kind of happened in phases. You know what I mean? Like I didn't grow up and say, I want to be on this. I want to play pro. I want to play until I'm 30. Those didn't start happening until, you know, the phase made sense for those goals to happen. If that makes any sense at all. So, Um, but I, I'm, I, once, once I hit that 12 and under age and I started to get better, it also helped at that time. I started to grow a little bit. I think, gosh, I think in like 2003, I grew something like six or seven inches. So that helped quite a bit, in I would the, say. <laughs> you know, in the performance aspect. So, um, 
yeah, just every, every step of the way, every time something happened that I had been working on and it translated into a game, it just started to make me think, oh my gosh, like I cannot get enough of this. I just, I want to keep doing it. I want to keep working and seeing what I can, what I can do. And so I think from that mentality, all these other things started to align in, in a vision, you know? Right. So, um, so yeah, I think playing, playing for Pumas was huge, um, because I had a coach in, in Gary who, he just what he just put everything into perspective. He's like, "Oh, you want to do that? Okay, let's go do it." You know, and right on, yeah, yeah. So, and and our high school team actually, we were we were we were so good. And I know that you know, looking back, you hear those stories. are like, "Oh yeah, like you threw the game winning pass kind of thing twenty yeah. years ago." But we were so good, and we were we were. Oh man, wow, I'm reliving that. But anyway, <laughs> it was, were you walking was, through the halls and everybody was looking at you and? Like, yeah, they're like, wow, there goes the, that softball team. You know, we're, they're going to make a movie about you yeah. one day. No. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, shoot, we we were we were all really serious about the sport. And I always feel bad for for those players who ha- don't have an awesome high school experience because their team might not be in, in a great you know division or whatever it is. But, man, we were competitive and it just winning and seeing how, how we could go from being, you know, a regular average run of the mill team to being an elite team in that four year span. It was just so exciting. So I think that fueled a lot of that passion too, of winning. I will, Oh man, I love winning. Yeah. Oh, uh, who doesn't? We, you know, yeah. the people who don't care about wins or losses, I just, I'm like my mom, I'm like, what, how do you not care? <laughs> yeah, really though? Yeah. 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 So that all that combined, you know, created that, that fuel, uh, for me. Right on. Now, now I figured you would have had a future in science or spelling bees because, you know, with the, with the awards you were winning back then. I mean, come on. <laughs> I remember I got I got second place in the science fair, but I the the my experiment was in cleaning. It was it's it was such a silly looking back on it. I like didn't build a volcano or anything. Oh, my God. That, I, you you it, know what's funny? I have in my notes. What? I got it, my volcano. I, I made it every <gasps> single year. <laughs> No, swear See, to that's God, sciencey. that's so cool. Like I, I can't do that. That's amazing. You know, mine was what cleans up messes in the, in, you know, in the house better, a wet towel or a dry towel. That is what my <laughs> science experiment was. And I tell you, I learned a lot, but it wasn't like I grew something out of nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so hilarious. That's, that got second place. And I'm still very proud of it. My grandparents bring it up every now and then they're like, remember when you learned how to, you know, clean better in the kitchen? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> I got the plaque right here. Yeah. And it's funny. <laughs> I, I'll never like, you know, uh, to this day, baking soda and, and vinegar. Hey. Yeah. It makes volcanoes. That is um, you know, I, I, I still probably would do it wrong, but knowing that that's that simple is the coolest thing. I love science. Yeah. <laughs> no, the spelling bee. You're a good speller though. Oh, yes. I, I read a lot. So I feel like I'm always learning new words and I love spelling them right. Mm. You know, and I, the, I remember I was in eighth grade and I won the spelling bee on acquittal. And I'm still so proud of that because it has a silent C in there and I nailed it under pressure and I took home the trophy. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's it, I, I credit a lot of it to reading, reading so many books. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I guess so. <laughs> <Yes>. It adds up. <laughs> All right. Uh, on a more serious note, we're gonna okay. We're gonna jump back for man. It's, it's gonna be an emotional roller coaster here. Hey, let's do it. I'm game. All right. Uh, now I heard you telling Jade on your podcast the story about your the travel ball coach that you mm-hmm. know the the whole email that got sent out. Yeah. Um. Could you maybe tell us about that? I know not in great detail, of course, oh, yeah. uh, like you did in, in your podcast. If anybody wants to hear that, go to the unknown pro. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to touch on that, I, I, I'm sure our listeners would like to like to hear that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so, you know, it was something that I I knew I had to share at some point to, you know, whoever was listening just because of how impactful it was on, on me and on my family, you know, like I went through something hard. And at the time I'm 16, 17 years old. And like my parents were involved too, you know, they were, they were upset in that time. So it was a hard time for me, um, in, in that whole aspect of, you know, I'm on this journey of softball. I'm trying to go and be this player and get better and do these things. But then this whole toll happened on, on my mental health. And what happened was I'd been playing for this team for four years. Um, huge credit to this coach, uh, for, you know, the way that I play and the way that I swing and stuff, I would never take that away, but things started to get really rocky. Um, 
in that last year of that team, it's all guesswork to me now. Cause I never will really truly know the truth of why, but you know, he was also a dad. His, his daughter was our catcher. You know, there was a lot of things, a lot of aspects that I still probably will never understand. Right. Um, but he, you know, our, we were at nationals in South Dakota and there, you know, there was, my parents and I had decided we were going to see out the rest of the season and, you know, we don't, quit on commitments kind of thing. And, um, we already knew we were going to go to the Pumas to go to another team. And I think he kind of knew that and knew that things were like bad and it wasn't, you know, it was beyond repair. So that night after we lost, he sent an email to the entire team, essentially cutting me from the program and along the way saying some not so nice things about me, including, you know, like I'd rather not coach anymore than if, if I have to deal with someone like a Sam Fisher or that I, you know, he accused me of throwing plays on defense, you know, um, booting balls on purpose or missing things on purpose. Um, which softball is hard enough. I couldn't imagine trying yeah, to make really. it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, that really, um, that really was hard for me because I've always been somebody who, you know, works my tail off and, and puts, I, I've, I put the game in front of everything right. and in front of literally everything. I've broken up with boyfriends cause they were taking up too much of my time yeah. away from softball, you know? Um, so that, that really just, sent me into a, you know, maybe I believed him because I, I put so much, um, importance in what he had to say. And, you know, you respect your elders, right? right? Like yeah. uh, grown ups must be telling you the truth, you know? <laughs> you, so you would I, think, <laughs> you would think, and that's what I've learned a lot since then is that sometimes things don't really have to do with you. If somebody says a mean thing to you, it might not have to do with you. It might have to do with the person saying the mean thing, you know? Right. So that, you know, that was, that was really hard, hard for me because I, I valued what he, what he thought so much. And then I started to think maybe I, you know, maybe I wasn't all, you know, good enough or, or this or that. And it, it was hard to overcome that. I still sometimes struggle if I start to feel like I'm not doing the best that I can. I start to hear that little voice and say like, maybe you're not good enough, you know, but, yeah. um, but I know I had to go through that in order to get to here. So, you know, it was, it was the end of the world when it happened, but here we are you know, I shoot 14 years later and, uh, you know, everything, yeah. everything's good. <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy though. I mean, as a parent myself, mm -hmm. I can't imagine mm -hmm. ever, you know, yeah, doing that to another, another kid essentially. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just yeah. when you, when you told the story and I was like, oh man, that's, mm -hmm. that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Cause I always try to downplay it. Cause when you say it in like, you know, a bullet point, you're like, yeah, I got cut from this team when I was 17. But in reality, it was like a, a bomb dropped on my life. Right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Crazy. Wild. Mm hmm. Really. All right. Random question time again. Good timing. Uh, yeah, good timing. So anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna I, wait. I gotta I gotta play the audio first. Just, oh, okay. Just because this is an audio clip, and I I just need to get this out here. Okay. Ready? Yes. Oh. Dude, if I could be an animal, <laughs> I don't think I'd pick a chipmunk. I'd be a. I think I'd be. That was a, really anticlimactic. I know. I just thought about it. I was like thinking about what it would be like to be a chipmunk, but I'd probably be an eagle. Oh. Or. Uh, orca whale. <laughs> so something in the sky or something in the ocean. That's beautiful. If I had to pick a land animal, it'd obviously be a lion. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh man. Where did the chipmunk come from? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we, so that's hilarious. Cause I realized there's really no context in that at all. We were, we were on a hike and there were chipmunks everywhere. And yeah. so I'm just watching them running around and, you know, scrounging for food. And they were so fast and sporadic <laughs> that I'm watching them and I'm thinking, what a life, you know? <laughs> so that's where, that's where that random thought so, came from. I should put in the contact, like that's a clip from that you put up on Instagram from yeah. you and you and Jade were on a hike shooting quality time that, that she did. Yeah. Now, yes. <laughs> the whole chipmunk <laughs> thing threw me off. But so, okay. My second thing is now I think I may know the answer this but i'll let you explain right. uh why those three animals oh good question such a good question um well eagle number one ma majestic i uh, mean you don't okay. get more majestic than an eagle also america so like i'm mm -hmm. very passionate i played for team usa my husband was in the air force um so the eagle is just such a cool representation just so majestic right yep the orca whale that thing people call it a killer whale but in reality they really they don't they don't they're not, they're so gentle and 
they don't they don't actually like murder people in in the wild you know it, it's only when they're kept in captivity and, and yeah. they're like so mad um so they're very misunderstood but again um, just a majestic creature so beautiful and just you know you want so badly to have one for yourself but you just have to let them free and and just roam as they are imagine right? having a pet orca Oh my God, a dream, a true dream. Yeah. But then the lion, number one, I went to Loyola Marymount University mm-hmm. where uh, we are the lions. Yep. Um, but I I always wanted to be a Gryffindor. I really did. Their their emblem uh, is a lion, but I'm a Hufflepuff. So wow. that's, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I wanted so badly to be represented by a lion in my whole journey with Harry Potter. And then finally in my twenties, I realized, all right, Sam, stop denying it. You're a Hufflepuff. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but lions are known for their courage, you know, and, the, and they're just uh, another majestic creature that, you know, no one messes with a lion. No. They're just, but they're not mean about it, you, you know, unless you really piss them off. Well, they're exactly. just, they're, you respect them. And I don't know if I've given this away too much. I really love animals. So <laughs> well, Simba, Simba was always good in the Lion King, right? So, oh, I mean, wonderful. Come on. So <laughs> here's what I like. I figured the lion was because of LMU. Yes. And the eagle was because of Team USA. Beautiful. Now, I figured the orca whale was because of Samu. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> from Japan. Like that's how that, I, I I was tr- like I don't know how my mind was working there, but uh, I was trying to piece things together. And I was like, oh, it's gotta that, be it's gotta be because of Shamu. <laughs> yeah, that was an incredible guess. And honestly, if it wasn't for the reasons that I stated, that would be the reason, one hundred percent. So you were very close. We're gonna make it that. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That's my new reason. That's absolutely my new reason. <laughs> okay, on to college. So on to college. What led to choosing LMU? Oh man, what a great, what a great story. I, you know, I, I, I knew from, from the start when I, when I wanted, when I decided I wanted to go to college to play softball was that I had to be close to home. That was like the most important thing. I knew I couldn't go far and number one, be happy. And number two, if I'm not happy, I'm probably not going to perform very well. So that kind of canceled out, you know, about 200 division one schools if I wanted to go to division one. Right? So yeah, really actually made the process quite easy when you come to think of it. <laughs> but the, the best part of this, of this story is that, um, in 2005, my, I had, I was going to my very first showcase tournament, you know, back, back when we had more of those rather than the way that it, the recruiting is now. So on, on Fridays before these showcase tournaments, you would have kind of like a skills showcase. It, it was optional. You could go and just whatever coaches were there, you would do, you know, ground balls, fly balls, all the things like just a skills workshop. Right. Yeah. So my LMU coach, Gary, he w- ended up at the wrong field. He, he got lost on the way to the field he was going to go to that Friday. And he ended up at, at the field that I was, I was at and he came up and he, he, you know, crazy, crazy enough, sat next to my dad in the stands and I was hitting off the machine and, you know, having a pretty good round. And he said something about, Oh, I like this kid. And, you know, okay. You can imagine as a parent, my dad was like, Hey, that's my kid. (laughs) That's my daughter. That one's mine. (laughs) (laughs) So after, after the whole thing was over, my dad came up to me and he's like, Hey, the LMU coach liked you. And I said, great. What's LMU? You know, I had no idea. I had no idea just like everybody else for the most part. found out it was close to home. It was a small school. I really value education and, and, you know, being able to have that, that one-on-one in the classroom kind of thing. I don't think I had more than 24 kids in a class. On oh, wow. Full really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was great. It was really, you know, really focused on, on academics at LMU, which was great, um, for me. And I knew that I wanted, I knew I wanted that. So those, those things, once I started learning about, it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is perfect. My, it's close to home. It was about 40 minutes, um, you know, small class sizes. And I had the chance to earn a starting position as a freshman. Right. So that was huge to me. I didn't, I, you know, just like anybody, I'm sure I I didn't want to go somewhere and, and sit and wait for my turn. I wanted to have the chance to go out and earn a spot. And Mm -hmm. so fortunately I was able to do that at LMU uh, once I got there, but yeah, those were the reasons that led me, led me to it. You know, I, close to home, small school and, and that, and that shot to, to start as a freshman and, and it all lined up, checked the list and 
everything, you know, it's all, all the rest is history. That's crazy how that happened though. I mean, I know, right? Unreal. Unreal. The universe was telling me to go to LMU. I would say it was 100%. Absolutely. So yeah. what were, what was your first impression of the university when you saw it? When you took oh my your God, it's breathtaking. Yeah. I, every time I swear, even, even when I would go home for the weekend, when I was in college and come back driving up and, and like, and entering the campus was just that feeling of like, Oh my gosh, it's just so great. <laughs> um, you know, a small campus at the time there were maybe 6,500 undergrads when I was there. Um, so yeah, small, small school and, and small campus. And just, it felt very homey. Um, but everything is immaculate there. I mean, it's so beautiful and you know, there's, there's old buildings, there's new buildings. It's a really cool mixture of, of, you know, like history. Cause at the the time when I, when I graduated, I was the hundredth graduating class, which was pretty cool. Oh, wow. yeah. So, so the school had been around for a hundred years, so it kept that tradition of the school, but then also could, you could see kind of the future of where it was going. So that was my, my impression was, holy crap, this place is amazing. That's awesome. And the field was beautiful. I mean, that was a beautiful field. Great hops as an infielder. I mean, you couldn't ask yeah. for anything. Better. Hey, if you're an infielder <laughs> and you get good hops, that's fantastic. It makes for a good four years. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so going into that first season, can you remember the expectations that you set on yourself? Oh yeah. I, um, I set my expectations extremely high to where I always end up being like, Sam, you're a crazy person, you know? (laughs) Um, like, why are you doing this to yourself kind of thing? (laughs) Um, but no, I just remember, you know, I never, I never went into any season with, with super, like, it was always just like, go out and play ball. You know, it was nothing changed from my mentality of, of, you know, travel ball in high school into college. Obviously I knew that it was going to be tougher, but I had been successful with my mentality up until then that I wanted to make sure that I still went into it and was like, all right, Sam hit, hit the ball hard where it's pitched, you know? that that's the goal. I knew it was going to be tough. Um, I knew it was going to be different, but I wanted to make sure that I was still staying within myself and still making sure that, that I was utilizing what, you know, the reasons that I got to LMU, I didn't want to abandon, you know, don't, don't chase that rise ball. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it, it just looks so good, you know? And when you do hit it, it goes, a sure goes a long way. Yeah. It it definitely does. I'm a pitcher. So, and, and the funny thing is, 80% 80% of my pitches are rise balls. I and, love, you know, and I've seen a lot of them leave the yard. So <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Shoot. It's true. Yeah. So like most freshmen, you'd lead the team in hits and batting average. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your main takeaway from the first season? Do you think? I was pissed. I didn't lead in home runs. <laughs> oh, you finished second. You finished second. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, you know, I was happy with how I finished. You know, I knew I was, I was hitting in the two spot. Actually. I think I had like eight or nine sack bunts on that season. It was, it was weird. Oh wow! Um, I know super strange. Um, but I, I remember being happy, but I remember feeling like I can do better. You know, I can, Mm -hmm. I know I have more than this, um, in me and what a great way to set the bar for college and, and see, okay, here's what I can do knowing as little as I do about college softball. Let's see what I can do coming back with more knowledge, with more experience and more confidence knowing, Hey, look at what I was able to do with that. You know, how can I go from there? How can I get better? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now now you'd have an amazing four year career there. You'd set Hmm. numerous records. Uh, (laughs) What are some of your favorite memories from there? Oh man. I mean, it's tough because I have so many great memories off the field, but I, I mean, our team, we were so, we were such a fun group of, of girls. It was, you know, we, we, we didn't take ourselves too seriously, which in some ways maybe wasn't awesome because our record kind of showed yeah. that, you know, if we were a little more serious, we could have won. We had, we had talent, we had good, good players. Um, but it was a little bit more of a lax program at the time. Right. So I, I mean, just everything, everything was fun. You know, we had fun in the weight room, even though it was six in the morning, we had fun at practice. We had fun even when we're getting our butts kicked down the street by UCLA, it was still, well, why don't, you know, whatever we're hanging out, we're having fun, Yeah. Okay. you know, but, um, I do have to say my senior year, my very last at bat at, um, our home field, um, against our rivals, I hit a walk-off grand slam and I just, I can't think of anything that makes me like you know, well up with happiness more than that moment, just mostly because it was against our rivals, Sac State. That's amazing. So, 
oh my God, I couldn't have written it better. I How, couldn't have written it any better. I should have came across that in my research. How did I not come across <laughs> that? I'm pissed at myself right now. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they put it in my bio or anything like that, but it's one of, you know. Well, they should have. I, you know, now they probably did. It. Yeah. <laughs> they probably it did. It should be somewhere. It really should be. <laughs> so, you know, you had, you, you got your number retired and you got put in the yeah. Hall of Fame there. Like, yeah. The fact that you know you spent four years there, and all mm-hmm. all those records and that must be like icing on the cake for you. Oh man, I I'm so proud. You know, I'm I'm so proud, and I'm I feel so great because I know I'm. You know, I'm my my goal in life is always you know to make my parents proud too, and I mm-hmm. know that those things were were just those were those were for them too. You know, those moments, the Hall of Fame, the ceremony, the the Jersey retirement ceremony like i that's that's them you know that's for them and i i'm so proud that i was able to do that and let them see like that they had a they have a kid who was able to you know live out their dreams mm-hmm. and um i think about that a lot but i also you know i i i knew that jersey retirement was a possibility um in general because my high school jersey was retired and that that was bitching you know wow, that was freaking right yeah. And so I remember thinking, wow, that's so cool. You know, I like maybe I, you know, maybe I did good enough at LMU and, and that could be a possibility for me too. But Hall of Fame was something that when I got the call from um, the new athletic director, Craig, he, I was so just shocked. Just like, I never expected this. I never dreamed of this um, because you've got athletes in the Hall of Fame at LMU, like Hank Gathers, who's an absolute legend. Um, and like greatest basketball player to ever go through that place. And, and now my picture is in the hall of fame next to him. It's, it's, it's mind blowing to me. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was a real full circle moment. Just, uh, seeing my picture in there next to him. Cause you know, Hank is talked about constantly at school. Um, and just that it was just one of those things where I just thought it was out of this world, you know, and I'm still can't believe that it happens. Yeah. Now, did you have to throw it a first pitch before the game that night? I did. So, um, it was before softball season started that the ceremony was, or they might've been right when they were, they were out of town or something. Um, but, or no, it was, no, I, I went to a basketball game. They had a basketball game that night and they announced the the hall of fame class at halftime. Okay. So I was able to do that, but I did throw the first pitch, uh, for a game when my Jersey was retired. Okay. Nervous doing that or what? Um, yeah, because, you know, I don't want to embarrass myself throwing it out, you know, <laughs> it, it did bounce before the plate, but you know, like, you know, you live on oh, so. yeah. 100% <laughs> and that, that game I, um, I was going to and already, um, and at the time the head coach was Sammy, she, I told her, I was like, I really want to come to, um, this game because Oregon state was playing and Laura Berg is the head coach of Oregon state and she's like a lifetime idol. So I wanted to go and just be there in general, but they made it so that that ceremony happened at that game so it was really really special fantastic that's awesome yeah super special random question time oh my god i'm so excited what is the best thing about costco (gasps) oh my god everything (laughs) oh man everything the prices the quality the return policy i mean i can go on and on (laughs) the return policy you know it's it's unlike anything else they're like you know what it is so true though Yeah, it's so great. And it makes it easier to buy something from Costco than if you went elsewhere to buy something and you're like, if it didn't work out, they don't have a great return policy outside of Costco. I actually, I've seen somebody return half of a watermelon before. Oh, I believe it. Oh my God. I believe that's insane. I know that you wouldn't like who who returns half of a a half of a friggin' watermelon. Yeah. You're like, you obviously liked it enough to eat half of it. (laughs) I know. You, You know, do you guys, do you have the Mediterranean pasta salad down there? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I can yeah. eat I can eat a whole thing of it. I believe that. It, and it makes sense too. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It sure does. Um <laughs> my brother-in-law worked at Costco for like 10 years and he would tell the craziest stories about um people returning things. People would return Christmas trees in January. They're like, "Okay." And they'd take it back. And they're like, "Okay, here we'll just I know there's no green on it anymore, but well sure, you can return it." Like, oh "What?" Yeah, crazy. That's awesome. Now, I can't believe you saw that. That's crazy. I I love the intro that you and Jay did on our, on our quality time in front of Costco. Oh, really? <laughs> that was amazing. 
I know. I, you know, I, I had to take her there. I just like, she'd never been. And plus like, I was going to cook food for a week. Where do you go? If you need to cook for a week, you go to Costco. Yes. It only made sense. The whole, mm. the garlic butter shrimp. Unreal. Oh my God. It, I, it looked, and actually as, as I say, garlic butter shrimp, I'm like, mm-hmm. it even smells good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know how it smells. Oh yeah, put garlic and butter together, and you're like, that is an aroma. Especially you know? the the Kirkland garlic. <laughs> oh, one of a kind. Yes, that big tub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. That so good. is. It's actually a coffee cat recipe because my husband and I in 2000 and early 2019, we went to Hawaii for like a week or something. And we, we found this food truck. I think it was called Giovanni's and we got this shrimp there and oh my God, it was so good that we're like, I, we have to have it again, but obviously we came back home and didn't have a food truck. So I, I searched the internet and I found a coffee cat recipe and it tastes pretty close to how those, those shrimp tasted when we got it. Were, I you, mean, were you Googling Giovanni? Like, how does he make yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was like, wait, cause I couldn't remember at first the name of the, the food truck. So I was like, food trucks in Hawaii, garlic <laughs> trip in Hawaii, food truck. You know, I was a, a mad woman on, oh. on the search and I found it and I like saved it and made sure I'm like, I'm never losing you. You know, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. It looked, it looked delicious. And I think Jade loved it. She did. She really did. I'm so, and I'm so happy because that's like, you know, if you make something and you're excited about it and someone doesn't like it, I don't think there's anything more defeating than that. (laughs) That's, that's, that's right. (laughs) On to the U S national team now. Uh, (gasps) Okay. What was your first reaction when you found out you were named to the team? I was sitting in a room with um, Coach Erickson and Ronnie, and they said, uh, Coach E said, All right, you're a member of the women's national softball team. And I said, Oh my God, can I give you a hug? <laughs> and he said, No, not yet. <laughs> And then he proceeded to tell me things that I don't, I don't remember what he said because I was still like, oh, what? <laughs> and so, um, you know, after, after that meeting, he stood up, I gave, gave him a hug and I just, you know, remember just feeling elated. And my dad was there. He was at the tryout camp because, you know, the, at the time, so this is the only time that I can remember in the, you know, the last 10 years or so that, that USA has done this, but they had 12 players named to the team already at tryouts. And so there were five spots. So there were all these girls that are trying out for five spots. How many so, were you? Uh, how many, how many were there? Like for oh, the five spots? Um, gosh, I want, there were, uh, I want to say there were at least 25, oh 30 my girls. God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're telling me. So I'm over there. I'm like, the chances are already slim of making a USA team. Hmm. But when there's five spots, you're looking at like microscopic chances. Right. So I make this team with, you know, those chances. I was just crazy. And so my dad, he wanted to come because he's like, you know, this might be our only USA experience. So I have to be there, you know? Um, and so I remember I, I called him and, um, we weren't supposed to tell anybody yet until they told us we could tell them, but I digress. Um, (laughs) I, I called my dad or no, Katie Cochran. He, she called my dad. She, she was one of the people already named to the team. And she she's like, you better, you know, you better come over here. Sam really needs to talk to you. Like we're trying to, you know, mess with them or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he meets me in the stairwell and I was like, trying to pretend I'm sad, but realistically, oh my God, I'm like the worst. <laughs> How could I was you like, pretend? dad, I made the team. Yeah. <laughs> I made the team and we're crying and Katie's like just there all happy. And, and, uh, so that, that moment was pretty cool being able to tell him, uh, Hey, we, you know, we did it, you know, that's friggin' awesome. That's awesome. Oh, like yeah. being a dad, I mean, I couldn't even imagine um, like, you know, having my daughter come up and say, yeah, I made the national team for the country that we live in. Like, that's unreal. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know it was. I know that was probably just, you know, equally as exciting for him as it was for me. Absolutely. So yeah. You, you've you probably had some big moments with the team, but I also mm-hmm. I also saw that uh, you had one of your most embarrassing moments with Team oh USA. God. Yeah. My whole life is just an embarrassing grouper reel. <laughs> I mean. Tell us about that one. Anytime. So, so my very first practice with team USA, you know, I have all my new USA clothes on and my new visor and new cleats and everything. And I'm looking all shiny and fresh and so excited, right? Like doe eyed. Mm -hmm. And we're working on cuts and relays and I'm playing shortstop and, you know, I'm trying to get the footwork down of, you know, keeping my feet moving while I'm still being a cut. So that way I'm never stagnant. Right. Right. Yeah. 
I receive the throw from the outfielder, obviously an excellent throw. And as I'm turning to go throw to my target, my feet, they just got intertwined. I, I think I spiked myself in order to, I tripped, I fell backwards. I did kind of like a backflip. I'm pretty sure I kicked myself in the face. My visor went flying and I'm on the ground. I'm like, Oh my God, I have to get up. Now I have to get up. It's not the fall. It's not the fall that sucks. It's the getting up that sucks. And the whole practice is quiet. And I'm like, all right, damn it. You know? And I put my hand up. I'm like, I'm all right. I'm good. And I ran off to the side and I think Molly Johnson went in and took took my spot at shortstop. I was like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> what were you thinking after that? Were you like, oh my God. I'm like, God, think they're I'm probably like, who the, yeah. Like who is this kid? You know, shoot. Oh that, man. Yeah. That was, that was a good, good time. Oh, that's a fantastic story though. I mean, I'll never forget it. you know, as, as embarrassing as it is, I mean, still, I mean, oh. it's pretty funny. <laughs> I'd rather fall on my butt practicing for team USA than anywhere else. Oh, 100%. You know? So yeah, it was a good, not a lot of people get to say that happened, right? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's yeah, that's very true. That's right. So what are some of the big moments that stick out to you with team USA? Man, I, I mean, getting to travel was, was amazing. Getting to play in other countries was, was really, really cool. Um, my very first at bat that I ever had for team USA in international composite competition, I hit a home run, um, on ESPN and that I had never played on TV before and I'm getting up there. I was a pinch hit and my first at bat and I was like, all right, cool. You know, we're already winning and I get to go and play. And my parents, my, my whole family was there and I, I hit a home run and I just remember being like, Oh my God, this, this, this is a, such a great storybook. You know, it just kept feeling like it felt fate. Like really, did I really just do that. You yeah, know, that's awesome. But that was a big moment. Um, playing in Japan, uh, in 2015, we were at the Japan cup and we, we beat Japan, um, two to zero. Oh no. Okay. Sorry. I was trying to face I know. Did you hear that? Sorry. That's okay. Um, so my, um, my, we, we playing in Japan, we beat Japan in Japan, two to zero for the championship of the Japan cup. Ali Carter threw a lights out game. It was unbelievable. Nice. I don't, I didn't play that game, but being there, like being there and being a part of it was, it was amazing. Cause mm-hmm. when, when we played against Japan, we didn't, we, uh, like, I, I think I, I think we, when I was on the team, we won as much as we lost against them. So we were about 500 average against them. Right. So it was really cool to beat them in Japan. I remember feeling really cool about that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Beating beating the team at home is always just as satisfying as winning on home soil. Absolutely. I agree. Random question time. I'm so excited. Okay. If you were stuck on a deserted island and could have any three things in the world, what would they be? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. This is a hard question because I'm super anti Kindle. I really like a real book, but I feel like <laughs> if I had a Kindle, um, then I could have all the books in the world, right? So right. I would just one item. So I go with a Kindle. Um, I would ooh, would, would you a- have reception there though? That's a good question. Maybe, maybe if I knew in, in advance that I was going to be stuck on an island, I would download a lot first. Good point. And and then bring it. And maybe the maybe get solar charged. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, if not, I'd obviously bring like a Harry, my favorite Harry Potter book. So uh, that's one. I think I'd bring. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm like not a survivalist. I know I would die instantly uh, if I was by myself. But um, I would. I'd have to bring like a sock, like a glove or something. So I could, you know, if there's coconuts, I could play catch with myself yeah. or roll, you know, throw it up in the air and catch it. Right. Yeah. You know, cause that would really keep my spirits high, you yeah. know, and I'd, I'd be really fit, you know, on this <laughs> deserted Island. And can I, is people one of them or like animals? Can I? Sure. Say, oh, the, okay. Well, I, I regret well, saying people or animals. I was gonna say, are, you, want, are you picking Kev or, Reg, or Reggie? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'd probably have to pick Chitty then that way I won't uh, have to decide. I wouldn't decide between Kevin and Reggie. I'd, I'd bring Chitty with me. <laughs> good save. Good save right Thank there. I, th- I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. On to the NPF national pro fast mm-hmm. pitch league mm-hmm. where you'd, uh, you play for Akron sc- scrapyard and most recently California commotion, but yet to play a game right through the pandemic mm-hmm. um tell us about your time in the league i know there have definitely been highs and lows oh yeah oh my gosh i hit like crap my with akron like <laughs> i 
my batting average was like 220 and but I hit a lot of home runs so it was kind of weird where I was like okay I guess I can just hit home runs you know against this these great pitchers obviously hmm. um it was super challenging because I I've been so used to the international game and and the way that they pitch and and those pitchers that I was getting used to internationally so coming into the league was like learning something all over again um but I had I had a great experience Akron was an amazing place to play I mean you know, Joey Arietta, our GM, she was incredible. She just was like, you know, a mom. She just loved us so much. And she did it. She, you know, did everything that she could for us. And it was just, you know, you could feel that in Akron. So mm-hmm. it was, it was a great experience. I still, ha- you know, I'm still keep in touch with girls from that team. Um, you know, Sammy Fagan being one of my best friends, we met on that team. Uh, and then going to scrapyard the next two years, um, being out of the league was an interesting experience because we were, you know, functioning as an independent team and, you know, we we were able to play in different tournaments and, and play against other teams. And I got to face Monica Abbott a lot. So that was like the downside of all of it. And she pinned you. Oh my God. I sometimes I'll watch, watch it and be like, how did I survive that? I know I watched it today and I was like, why is her wrist not broken in half? Oh my God. The doctor in the emergency room came and he's like, yeah, it's not broken. And I was like, can you look again? (laughs) Like you must be confusing my wrist x-rays with somebody else who doesn't have a broken wrist. Yeah. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So, so yeah, so that was, that was cool. Just get, you know, just getting to continue to play, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that's, that has, that has been the amazing thing. Cause you know, when, when you get out of college, it kind of turns into a year by year thing where you're like, okay, is this my last year? Okay, yeah. no, I'm going to play another one. Okay. What is this? You know? So getting those opportunities have just been amazing and, and I'm so grateful for them. And I've been able to get better and learn, um, in, in my aging and the sport with the experience and everything has been really fun to just keep learning and keep, you know, mm-hmm. coming new talent coming in, rookies coming in. It's been really, really cool to, you know, I, I got to keep up, you know, I got to, I got to figure out new ways to work and figure out new ways to get better. And it's just been a really fun challenge. Yeah. Now I, uh, we've had Kiki on here to, oh, um, I love Kiki. Oh, she's amazing. Like amazing, such a fun interview. Mm, I and, bet. and we, we talked about the, this is us and the whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got, she went into detail and I can't imagine what she oh went through gosh. in that whole situation no. there. Like from your point of view, uh, what were you, what were you going through at that point? You know, I, that it was wild. And I, I like, I know how I was feeling. So I really honestly can't imagine what Kiki was feeling. Mm. It was just like one of those horrible out of control feelings where you're like, I, I want to make this better, yeah. but I can't, I just, I can't. So that, that night that that happened, you know, you, you always want to, you always want to know if you're a fight or flight person. Yeah. Right. So, I realize I'm a fight when it comes to moments of moments of stress, moments of, um, you know, conflict and stuff like that. I, I found out I, 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 I had a feeling I was a fight person, mm-hmm. but that night I was like, Oh my God, I, I am, I am a fight. And yes. yeah. And I, I, I wanted to do what I could to, you know, write the wrong. Cause that's how my brain works. If something is wrong, we have to write it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what happened was wrong. And so I felt like I needed to use my voice and my, my passion to say, Hey, this wasn't okay. Cause we were, you know, we were able to have a conversation after the fact, um, with, you know, the person who yeah. did the tweet and, and, like I said to you before earlier about like, you know, adults they're you know, if adults say something, grownups, if they say something, it's right. It was my first time that I ever really stood up to somebody that was my elder in that way, where I, I was nervous as hell because I'm very much like chain of command kind of person where you're like, okay, like sometimes you just have to accept things as they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I said my piece and, and I knew that I knew that I couldn't, I couldn't stay quiet. So yeah. that night, feeling those things and wanting to fight for what's right. You know, I've always, I always want to fight for what's right, but then I had the chance and we had the chance to do that, that, that night and then going forward. So it was powerful. I mean, it was emotional and it was hard and, um, I, you know, I wish it didn't happen, but I'm so glad it did because I mean, what it, a, it raised awareness. A, it it yes. really did. It really did. Yes. And, 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 I, and, I, and yeah, I, sorry, I said it like, no. I said to Kiki when I was interviewing her, I said, you know, I, that night I was like so pumped because you, you guys were the first professional sport to happen since the pandemic hit. Right. And right. I was like, all right, we, I get like, you know, as a, you know, as a softball 
person and mm-hmm. fan. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I get something to follow along to. And yeah. I saw the tweet one minute after it happened. And no. I said to Kiki, I was like, my mom, I was like, are you shitting me right now? Like, yeah, like, I, believe- I cannot believe that that just happened. Yeah, so, I know. Like, uh, it's hard to put into words. Like, I could, is, yeah. I, I, you know what I, I mean? Yes, absolutely. It's very relatable. And it, it, it is. It's hard to put into words because you, you think you think that there's you, you think that there's right and wrong. And mm. that's, you know, and you realize that maybe not everybody thinks that the right, you know, the right thing is the same right thing as you think, you know, and yeah. and just really staying true to what you believe in when the things when things get tough, when you have to go to battle for what you believe in. Um, that's that's what we learned. I, I really feel like that's what we learned. That's what I learned so much is that when, you know, when the going gets tough, like you got to stand and you got to fight. Yeah. And. And that's that, I mean, we're all that group of, that group of women. I mean, we're all so bonded now because of that. And, you know, it's, it, I learned so much. I really did. And I'm continuing to learn and continuing to try to, you know, keep fighting for what's right. Yep. For sure. That's the thing. Everybody's got to keep learning. That's yeah, bottom line. Tr- truly. Yeah. All right. On to athletes unlimited. <gasps> oh yes. How awesome was that? Oh my God. Talk about not being able to put it into words, I know. you know, I, like, amazing for me, like as a fan, mm-hmm. like I, I've like, mm-hmm. I had Vic on here, Kat and, mm-hmm. and, uh, Erica and I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've gushed about it. Like when it yeah. first happened, like the whole concept to me was little, I was like, how, how is this going to work? But right? then after that first week, I was like, I am so invested into this. <laughs> it was so awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I had those same thoughts too of, of, um, wait a second, this is, is that going to, is this weird? Is it going to work? Yeah. And then, um, you know, getting the presentation and getting everything, getting the information. And then, and, um, I ended up becoming a member of the player executive committee. So getting to see the inner workings, getting to see the, the background stuff and everything that they are trying to do. I, I mean, I, I like it lit a fire in me. Like I thought my fire has been lit, you mm. know, I thought, I thought I was passionate before, you know, and and getting to this and seeing, you know, just the possibilities, you know, Mm -hmm. the opportunity. It just, I mean, man, that, that flame just grew, uh, through athletes unlimited. Like it genuinely felt like everybody was having such a good time there. Yeah, we were (laughs) obviously like, yeah, like, like from the home run celebrations to (laughs) everything online was just, Oh, I can't like, I'm, I can't wait for season two. I know. Oh my gosh. I know it's going to, I mean, you think what a foot to start this whole thing on, you mm-hmm. know, it just, if that's the worst that it's going to be season one, yeah. it's, you know, then wow. What a bar, oh, you know, 100, 100%. just getting better and better. Yeah. Getting better from, from that season. It's, I mean, it, there is just nothing but good things that are going to happen in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We have a little uh, thing on here that we do with every guest. It's, okay. We call it player association. Okay. I name a player. You name. Okay. You can say as much or as little about them as you want. Oh my god! I'm terrified, but also very excited. <laughs> First one. Oh my god. Kelly Sargenson. Oh Kelly, I love her so much, and she is. She I think has the second most college or home runs at LMU. Like she hitting her hitting behind me was a huge part of like why I was able to have success too because she's just. She hit home runs. She hit towering home runs, but n- I, I don't have a bad thing to say about her. I love her and I, we're still friends this day. We make, you know, we see each other a few times a year and, and chat, you know, a few times a month. And I just, I love her so much. Awesome. That was a great one to start with. Oh my God. I hey, love Kelly. I do my research. That was great. <laughs> great. Next, next is Maddie Grimm. Oh my God, Maddie. <laughs> Ma- oh my God, Maddie. <laughs> Maddie could hit the ball so unbelievably far that you'd think by this point, you know, the amount of hitters and the amount of softball that I've seen that that nothing would really make my jaw drop. She would hit the ball during batting practice. So unbelievably far that I, I had to just stop and watch. I couldn't think about anything else that was going on, but that man, she could, she could really slug the ball (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Next is Jordan Taylor. (gasps) These are great. I love all these. Jordan Taylor, Jordan Taylor is somebody who I feel so lucky that I have like in my life and in my corner, you know, she's Mm -hmm. somebody who 
it, she's a lifer. When you, when you have her in your life, like she is going to always be there. And she is, um, you know, my, my teammate in Japan and she has made that experience so unbelievable. Um, because she, she's an explorer. She knows so much and she's just always like, you want to go? And I'm like, all right, I'm following your lead. And I'm just so lucky to have her in my life. Now, were you, are you the two only English players over there when you were over there? Yeah. Yeah. You're only allowed two foreigners per team. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's us. We're the foreigner. So mm-hmm. she was mainly your interaction over there. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. And thank goodness. Cause she's a great one. Awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, Samantha Shaw. Oh my God. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I'd end up loving her as much as I do because I hate the bat flip. Like I, you know, I, I'm, I was watching her whole senior year and every time she bat flipped, I was just like, you know, like those mad emojis where the face is all red. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I met her and I played with her and we became like throwing partners. And that was in 2019. And I just, it, she has become one of my very good friends. We talk all the time. Like she's, she's such an awesome person. And, and I found out that we're both named Samantha for the same reason. And I am obsessed with that because do you, do you ever watch Bewitched? Well, I, I know what it it's, is. Okay. Well, I that's just, okay. What, that's funny. Cause I just finished WandaVision tonight. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're watching, we're halfway through. That's so awesome. Um, Bewitched, the main character is a witch living in a normal life. Right. And her name is Samantha. And that's why we were named Samantha. Both of us were named after the character on Bewitched. Wow. That's pretty is cool. That wild? Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, she's, I, she's been such a nice surprise in my life. And I'm like, so I'm so, so happy that we're such good friends. Actually, I have her lined up to come on the show next month. That's and awesome. I I've, been, I've been interacting with her. And today she said, ask her about her first interaction. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I, I tried, you know, like I'm the, I'm the oldest on the team. I'm trying to, you know, set a good example, even though I have personal opinions about the bat flip and blah, blah, blah. I don't know her as a person, so I can't prejudge. Right. Yeah. And I remember wanting to do some sort of like video uh, joke about the bat flip. Cause I'm, you know, anti. And so we, we met and we were next to each other in the locker room. And, um, I, I'm pretty sure it was right when we met that I was like, Hey, uh, I know we don't really know each other, but like, would you be willing to do a bat flip video? She's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, all right, cool. And then I was like, do you want to be my throwing partner? All right, let's do it. And <laughs> I like totally embarrassed myself, but I felt like I had to do it because I needed to go and just be like, all right, forget, forget all that. Just go and like, no, get to know her as a person and a player and a teammate. Yeah. And you know, so yeah, so I'm I'm so glad that I that I embarrassed myself. She she, she also brought up the McDonald's dates. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, we had so many McDonald's dates at Athletes Unlimited. We would, um, you know, because there wasn't a lot of options because we we could either go to the field or the hotel, right? And so you know, we both love McDonald's a lot. And so we'd be like, hey, do you want to like do you want to have dinner together? And then we you know we'd order McDonald's or we'd get we got Cold Stone a lot too. And, uh, we sat and we ate, we ate together and talked and, and enjoyed just really, truly enjoyed our time together. Awesome. That's yeah. funny that the video where Jade come over to your place and you guys went to the McDonald's <laughs> drive through and you did the whole, <laughs> I, I, I actually burst out laughing. Cause <laughs> I oh, love that. I, oh I do that daily. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I know it's so catchy. <laughs> All right. Next on the uh, list is uh, Sammy Fagan. Oh my, as I said before, she's one of my best friends. I actually FaceTimed her earlier today because I just was missing her. And she, the Fagans are a different breed. Like Sammy is an absolute just warrior. Like I've never seen someone work so hard. She's, she's absolutely the hardest worker that I know. And, um, she's so into the game and like the way that her brain works and the way that she's so focused on the task at hand and, and everything like that. It's just so, it's so cool. And I just, I could sit and watch her work and watch her, you know, be in a game and it would, it's like a learning experience every time, but she's truly, truly one of the greatest friends a girl could have too. just, she, man, she's, she's awesome. Right on. She's a, yeah. Last one, <gasps> Amanda Chister. Oh, Titty, you picked all great people, all great answers. Wait, before you get going. Do you ever go, hey, chitty, chitty, bang, bang? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> oh, sometimes. I mostly I mostly call her Amanda. It depends on the situation. Really? Uh, 
Yeah, we're all. It, you know, it's because the first time I ever went over to the Chittister household, she has four brothers. Oh, okay. So you you say Chitty in that house, and you got five people looking back. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so 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 uh, she's mostly Amanda um, to me, but yeah, Chitty. She, I, we've been we've been friends since we we both made Team USA for the first time in 2012, and that's where we met. And we've gone through so much together through softball, through life, you know, relationships, everything that you can imagine going through with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's you know she's just. She's that sunshine on a cloudy day kind of person. So, yeah. That's she's, deep. She's yeah, you know, it's just her <laughs> smile. It just lights up a room. So I'm so lucky. She's she's just, you know, my, my very best friend. I just love her so much. Fantastic. All right. One, one last people. random question before, okay. before you go. Okay. A penguin walks through your door right now wearing a sombrero. <gasps> what does he say and why is he there? Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so great. Okay. So he's wearing a sombrero. He's like, all right, are the tacos ready? He's there for dinner. Makes sense. He, he's walking in the door and he's like, wow, it's, it's warm in here. And, and he wants to know where the tacos are. So now I want to make tacos for dinner because I can't, you know, I can't embarrass myself in front of this penguin, but <laughs> it's funny. That, it's funny that you say penguin. Cause number one, they're so silly, but number two, that's like my mom's favorite animal. There, there used to be penguins everywhere in my life when I was growing up. No so way. that's really, I swear, I swear, they had a cake topper. My, my mom and my dad, when they got married, uh, a cake topper. I think either at a bridal shower or something, and they were penguin bride and groom. I kid you not. That is awesome. <laughs> so I'm so happy that it was a penguin because I'm like I I like just have to love them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, I know, crazy. Oh, what a way to end it. <laughs> I know. I'm, that was so fun. All right. Well, Sam, this has been awesome. Thanks, yeah, thanks great. so much for coming on. Thank you for having me again. Seriously. Best of luck over in Japan this season. I'll, Thank you. I hope I get there. I'll definitely, be, when you get over there, I, yes. think, <laughs> I think you will, but I'll definitely be keeping tabs on you. And, and great. if there's one thing that Sam Fisher has taught me, it's that real G's move in silence like lasagna. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm here for. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> awesome, Sam. Thank, thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm not gonna let me go crazy Not this time Stepped out of my house in seven days Heaven shaved, heaven showered, heaven changed Same clothes, different day Another good morning, pissed away Hey, got the whole world looking right at me Actually, feels like people starting to look past me I've been around Feels like this just might be a last dance I'm frustrated, I'm past tense I still don't feel like I has been I don't, but it's like a ghost town up in the studio Nobody comes around here no more I guess it's just how the movie go uh, I don't like playing my old friends new songs They don't listen to rap like back when They all grew up, kinda moved on And how could I blame them, huh? I used to sleep, eat and breathe this shit But now the older I get I'm questioning if I really needed this I used to stress what people said And what people thought about me Now I worry about if my daughter Can make it home from school without me But still at the same time As I'm writing this rhyme I'm in my kitchen My daughter's trying to tell me about a day I hear but not really listening I'm staring at her But in my head I'm putting these words together I know that I need to do better Cause what I do now could change forever Shadows swimming in my head lately But I don't I'm not gonna let me go crazy Not this time I'm going through changes I'm gonna make it for sure uh, It's a fall from paradise I'm going through changes That I've been here before uh, And I know I'm so indecisive these days And musically I feel confused Don't know what I'm like in these days I just think it's time to check all the new shit Plus all of the